This is the Wizard's Nightshirt Podcast, episode 91. Welcome to the Wizard's Nightshirt. This is episode number 91. I'm Rebecca, and I'm here to sing these two monsters to sleep. Joining me are... This is we. <laughs> Go to sleep, <laughs> And also in his monster cave, this is God. <laughs> At the Wizard's Nightshirt, we are revisiting He-Man, Masters of the Universe, and She-Ra, Princess of Power. Today, we're reviewing episode 22 of He-Man, Song of Selyse. Original air date was September 14th, 1983. And in this episode, He-Man and friends try to rescue a woman named Selyse from Skeletor's clutches. Only her song can prevent a monster from destroying the kingdom of Tarin. All right, so this was a lightning round episode. We knew we were going to have to cover this one because it, as soon as I saw it, I was I was thinking, I, I, there was no way I could have known how good this was, but it was good because of the crazy song, because obviously. Because of the song. The song had a party jam for the ages in it, yeah. and we didn't even know it. Yeah, it'll come up a lot. It's very, it's very Halloweeny sounding. I think I gave a pretty good description when it originally happened, but we'll be, we'll be hitting that song a lot when we discuss this because <laughs> it's a, it's a big part of the episode, and we will never forget it. <laughs> it's a banger. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> well, uh, this song uh, certainly makes an impact in the episode, and you know, I, I speaking for myself here. I'm one of those people who has a song in my heart, you know. I'm always singing, all the time, around the house, in public. I don't care, in the car. Mm -hmm. So you're talking about singing in public or singing to yourself? Is there a difference? And all of the above. And, you know, like, is is there a a kind of singing you like to do? And, you know, is there a song that's particularly meaningful to you? Let's just talk about the joys of singing for a moment. Yeah, Yeah, what, yeah, what... What place do songs occupy in your heart? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I was reading a Reddit thread the other day where, you know, it, someone was just mentioning offhand how, like, they enjoyed singing aloud sometimes. And, you know, if they weren't always around people on, say, public transportation, they would sing a lot more. And somebody else was like, I sing whenever I feel like it. And then somebody else was like, oh, I hate that. And I'm like, you know what? In this world, there's lots of cacophony, okay? But I will never begrudge someone the sound of a joyous little noise, a a song in your heart. I think any kind of singing is better than no singing at all. Can you tell where the person's coming from when they're singing? What if they are clearly singing because they're wanting to show off and and they are the worst kind of, like 
think they should be on a stage. They're like making eye contact with you occasionally. Oh, and... no one should ever sing at you and make eye contact. That's just terrible. Okay, even if you're alone and it's someone you love. No, don't do that. <laughs> Especially don't do that. It's too, unless too you're, intense. Too unless intense. you're Dolly Parton and you're and you're holding somebody's hand and okay. singing Smoky Mountain Memories to them, you cannot I mean, can do you that. Casually glance at them while you're singing. Like if the song is like so, say you're in a band. And your 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 mate is in the audience, and you wrote, you, the, song you wrote the song for them. Like, how do you deal with that? You kind of casually look at them every once in a while you know, during like, your entitled. favorite part. Okay, like my, if you, you wrote opinion. Monster you just, you Mash just and you're looking at your bride. <laughs> yes, you just you, don't you, know, you just don't like stare the at them. <laughs> you can't stare at them. You can wink at them one time, either at the end or during a, an important lyric. And you can do finger guns one time at the end. Okay, but you have to have some distance from the crushing earnestness. Yeah, they, they okay. know it's about them. You can acknowledge them, but you can't dwell on it. Okay, so I think what we're getting as I feel like there are a few different types of uh, casual singing. So there is a there is um, public casual singing, and then there's like the kind of casual singing you would do for yourself. Um, and I feel like your willingness to engage in either probably has something to do with your skill at singing because it's no big deal to you and it's satisfying if you're good at it or you are so bad at it you have no concept of whether it's good or not. But if you're anywhere in the middle of that spectrum, I imagine that it's fraught in some kind of way, I would guess. So I just want to say for me, the, the music that I listen to as sometimes heavier vocals and stuff like that. And if you <laughs> sing them wrong, I am not skilled in how to sing them correctly. Uh-huh. So I would actually hurt my voice. I see. Because I listen to a lot of black and semi-death metal melodic uh-huh. stuff. So they have heavy vocals that if you sing it wrong, you could actually hurt your oh, voice. Oh, yeah, you'll hurt bad. yourself. So There's a trick to it. I yes, mean, you there have is. To, you have to just practice, like, pretending like you're a dog growling from your chest, just <clears throat> just a little bit, and then you just got to keep working up to it. And then you can start working on your pitches. I've watched videos on this, actually. <laughs> it's yes. interesting. Yeah, there's a correct way to do it. You, so will you, don't hurt your, you will hurt yourself if you're trying to sing along and you can't, and you're not doing your technique Trust right. me, I've done it. I'm just saying, like, I just think that everyone should sing because it's, you know... There, there is a uh, my favorite writer in the world, Linda Berry, um, who's also writer cartoonist. She has a book called One Hundred Demons, where she talks about different things from her life and her past, and and um, how they affect her now. And one of the demons was the the spirit of dancing, in which like when she was younger, she found out that she was a terrible dancer, mm-hmm. and for years and years was just ashamed, and she didn't want to dance anymore because she just felt so self conscious. And then you know all this joy in her life is going unexpressed because she wouldn't dance. Mm-hmm. And then the conclusion she comes to the end is like she just grew up and decided not to care, and that any kind of dancing is better than no dancing at all. And I think that's true of singing, too. I feel like, so, um, not to get too deep in people's uh, mental health and whatever else, um, I feel like a lot of people hold back on certain things. Because, like, I mean, we're talking about singing and stuff like that. And it doesn't necessarily sing, but it's like a creative outlet for uh-huh. some people yeah. or whatever. And I, I, I feel like even, like, people that don't, like, that are artistic and don't actually do art and people that might sing and don't sing and dance or whatever 
and get that out of their system or get it like be able to express themselves in some way, I think that causes a lot of people issues. It mm-hmm. does. I I feel that um, all of us are in need of a, a creative and emotional outlet, you know, and that's... So dance, sing, and do art. Yeah. At the yeah. same time. Do them all. Yeah, get it we're, out. We're here to support you. This, this He-Man podcast is all about <laughs> expressing ourselves to our full human potential. And That's why He-Man Please send does. us all your songs that you, 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 want, you want produced. Sing your song, look Will in the eyes, and, and sing it again earnestly yes. with your best effort. Uh, um, anyway, He-Man. But, no, but seriously. He-Man. But... Are we yeah. going to sing into this so, so we open up the episode? <laughs> they're on sea-doos in the castle. Except they're not. Yeah, this was a sea-doo heavy episode. Yeah, it really, really yeah. was. There was a lot of good sea-doo action. That's yeah. what you know is going to be good. Yeah. I know. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. This episode was great. There's a lot. It's, <laughs> it's, it's dense, too. It's Rebecca dense. was real happy about the sea-doos. She's like, this episode's I was, great. I saw the sea and I knew it. Like this is gonna, this is just gonna be top notch. Open with a bang. They, they, yeah, they would get like a, like a panoramic shot of uh, this city of Tarin, which is that like great, like old futurescape looking stuff. And I guess they're he's the prime minister. He looks like a, like he looks like a knight, but his armor is Florida Gators colors. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's the orange and blue opposite of the color wheel. So it's a great. Uh, yeah, pattern. we know that story. Yeah. And then uh, the the uh, there's the delegation from Eternos is coming in, and are they? It doesn't even matter whether they're in a Wind Raider. Are they in the Wind Raider? Or they they're not on Sky Sleds. That would be tacky. It's <laughs> official delegation on Sky <laughs> they Sleds. They would. <laughs> they're in some sort of vehicle. That doesn't. But there's matter. Sky Sleds pulling a chariot. That would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, so they, that's not what it so was. So the delegation arrives, and it's Tila, Adam, and Orko. And uh, they have a, 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 a diplomatic gift for him, and Orko keeps trying to find it and gives him different horrible things. One of them is like this grotesque, <laughs> monstrous rabbit that looked like he was doing the kill me thing from The Simpsons. I really like that rabbit. Me too. I also liked his proportions because it reminds me of my own dog. It was like, oh yeah, it was like a chunky like beagle foxhound mix, but he's very leggy, and so yeah. if you hold him up, like he looked he, as sad as that rabbit did. <laughs> he was funny looking. Uh-huh. Do, do 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 you think when they go with like a diplomatic missions and they go to like certain places? And Orko shows up, and they're like, "Why the? Why'd you bring your court jester with you? <laughs> Are you trying to? Is trying to insult me? Declare a war for ten thousand years? <laughs> it does seem like there could be some like escalating situations. Cuts there. both yeah. ways with Orko. It does. Yeah. He's very sincere, but also, uh, yeah, you can get in trouble. With I, that. Can I remind you that he is a knight of the realm? This is Sword true. Orko. I don't know if he's been knighted yet at this point, but he does in 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 Etheria? Yeah. Oh, I thought yeah. Yeah, he was knighted. He's, he could he, he, he has like, to go. He's like king of Troll. He's isn't a big he? deal. He probably outranks he probably outranks everybody but Randor. He's a knight. So <laughs> anyway, uh, Adam reaches up under Orko's little shirt to pull out the real gift, which I thought was a really funny animation. Yeah. And, and he pulls out like a little amulet. And I uh, and gives it to him, and I guess the prime minister is materialistic because he's like into it. like, oh, awesome, great jewels, <laughs> <laughs> just what I wanted. And then uh, all, all of the festivities are interrupted by an earthquake, or what seems to be an earthquake. It was a major earthquake. Yes, there's lots of rumbling and shaking. I... Yeah, 
Yeah, and, and uh, and like there's like some structures falling over and these like big rents in the ground and stuff. Uh, it's not like a tremor. It's like if this happens frequently, this is a real problem. Well, there's like a gigantic uh, statue fell too. Yeah, it? yeah, it was a big deal. Yeah. And then that's when we hear that creepy song for the first time. <laughs> yeah. It is very interesting. It has a nice, I guess, melodic minor sort of melody. But the interesting thing about it is that they layered it a couple of different ways. Yeah. First of all, it's polyphonic. So she's singing, you know, more than one note at once, but there's sort of like a melody going there. And then also there is a sound effect quality to it where it also sounds like the wind. Mm -hmm. It's like, which is what Scott was saying a few minutes ago. Before we were recording. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's like the, yeah, it's like the sound effect you'd use yeah. for like a, like a, Kind of, it's like a not like a scary wind, but like yeah, but like in yeah. um in the earlier like Disney kind of films, yeah yeah yeah, 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 Disney Halloween, how they would yeah. how they would yeah. score uh, a wind sound like in uh, Night on Bald Mountain and all those mm -hmm. um like cool early Disney films. So apparently, what has happened is this monster named Yog has awoken, awakened. He's a, he got woke. He got woke in not a good way. And uh, then the only thing that makes him go back to sleep is hearing this song, hearing his favorite song. And they acted like it sure is a good thing that we have this singer. Her people are called singers because they have this talent. Uh, but it's still not okay if this much damage is happening right? every time. I kept every thinking, time. I kept thinking like you didn't really avoid anything. This is like major millions of dollars repair in the, the inner kingdom, no less. And so anyway, we get to meet this singer who's making this horrible, beautiful, haunting song. Whose name is Celise. And let's talk about Celise a little bit. She's, she's from the Isle of Ireland. Cause she's redheaded. Yes. Yeah, she's got like a banshee-ish look, I guess. I mean, she's got some long white robes, and she's—I don't know—ethereal. Yeah, <laughs> and she's got like a like a weird, sort of like quiet, affected, mysterious kind of way of talking. A singer must let him make to sleep, or he will destroy time. Well, yeah, because I mean, like, what if you know she started talking and she was like. Ha! Yeah. yeah. Hey! I'm the singer! <laughs> Y'all hear another one? Here goes! Well! <laughs> what if the song that she sang that put the beast to sleep was like real trashy? Like, wouldn't that be a bummer for everybody? What if it was just a terrible song? Or like, what could be the worst song ever that like, Okay, here's the song that's gonna keep our town safe, but you gotta hear it all the time. Like, Boot scootin' buggy. Nah, anything by Pitbull, maybe. <laughs> Sorry, Pitbull fans. What if Pitbull just had to appear and do a guest verse like every time? <laughs> He's like, oh, I gotta think of another one. So that makes Yogg dance. Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> they're like we're just gonna hang this chain and he's like he's like auto-tuning her and like it's like causing more problems and she's like stop auto-tuning me <laughs> get pitbull away from the console this is a disaster what what if what if there what if some scientists found out that yog is getting bored of that song it's like you got to write a new hit honey you got to write a new hit she's like okay i got another i got another one no, no, no! Sounds too much like the other one. Let's let's try again. Oh, I got it! I got it! 
All right. We're in trouble. We're in trouble. Okay, so least. Like, but this time. I still think Achy Breaky Heart would be worse. Or like, what if it was just like a real, like a like a, a pop song that we're all kind of like tired of? Like, what if like it was "Baby" by Justin Bieber? That was the song. <laughs> well, you couldn't like, do. Well, so it was, since it's the '80s, I mean, what what would you you know? Because "Achy Breaky Heart" and stuff was in the '90s. That's true. Can't be "Achy Breaky Heart." Can let's you? Say, can you? Can we, let's just think of an '80s song during that time, like a Billy Ocean song or something like that. <laughs> Get out of my tree. <laughs> I think it's got two. Get into your cave. <laughs> <laughs> I think the beat's too strong. It's like, y'all is dancing. Make them just. Doom, 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 doom. Uh, Lionel Richie, I'm sure there's a. Yogg likes that too much. Or it'd be like. You know, that song is called True. What's the group? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that 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 would have been even better if, like, the. What's that beast called? The tentacles? Shigora. No, 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 no. The the actually in the episode. Oh. Yog. Yog. Okay. Yog. <laughs> there you go. Yog started like singing back with yeah. her. <laughs> oh, no. That's pretty good. Yog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like okay. <laughs> She's a grand old flag. She's a high flying flag. It's like, <laughs> well, I love that we're always trying to make the monster so rootin' tootin'. Like, he's just always having a stomping good time. <laughs> well, if someone's singing to him, I think he would have. He would be having a good time, right? Probably. Yeah. As long as she keeps singing. <laughs> Where's Lizard Man? During the rock garden, he probably fell asleep in the sun. So, it's at this point in the episode where we meet a new friend who, I don't know why he's a, well, okay, I don't know if he's a new friend, but he's new to me and I don't remember him. I'm talking about Lizard Man. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was hilarious. I like Lizard Man. Do you? Yeah. I feel that I think it's safe to say that Lizard Man was not needed in this episode. There was plenty he's going been on. In, he's been in a couple of, couple of them. He's well, like, he didn't need an action figure, but yeah. But this was like his introduction, though, or at least it kind of seemed like it because yeah. they had they spoke about him, you know, like fondly, but also expositorily. Mm-hmm. I just want to say before that, they cut to Snake Mountain. Yeah, and uh, Skeletor's on his uh, everything vision. That he can see, and then he goes into the room, and and uh, Evil Lynn and Beast Man are it's trying to figure yeah. out, or is it Trap Doll? Uh, are trying to figure out how to. Uh, she was like, "This is how I'm gonna beat him." She was talking about how to capture Skeletor. how to capture Skeletor, and then he's like, "Not today." Yeah, and like, I'm yes, like, you... I'm like, aren't you worried? Like they're just trying to like figure out how to get rid of you. Yeah, they're roping up a statue of him. Yeah, like, I have a job for you. I think when you work with the. Uh, um, you know, not morally great people. You just have to expect there's going to be some treachery all the time. <laughs> like, they're, just, they're always trying to murder me. We've been watching Deadwood recently, and um, it's it's like when uh, E.B. Farnham was going to make an offer on behalf of Al Swearingen for the the widow's claim, and Al told him to offer twenty thousand, and he offered her nineteen five. Mm-hmm. And Al says at the end, "It's like, well, I wouldn't trust a man who wouldn't try to take a little off the top." Mm-hmm. You know, like he totally expected that. 
It's the same thing with Skeletor. He's just like, well, I expect them to try to like, you know, overthrow me occasionally. I liked this. I, the henchmen were great in this episode. They were good. They were very fun. So we do get to see them when they uh, they encounter Lizard Man because uh, Skeletor sends them over to Tarin to try to capture Celeste because Skeletor wants to use her singing power to uh, make some things happen and uh, just oh, to, right, yeah, because she can sing to anything. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We saw her. She's like singing to like uh, flowers and rocks and stuff. And Tila was annoyed. She's like, "Yeah, what else can you do?" <laughs> Which yeah. I thought was hilarious. He's like, I can sing to a rock and make it come to life. It's like, so? So what? Can you punch stuff? I did think that Tila was a little dismissive at, at, at first. And then it was funny because then later. She wasn't even jealous. She was just like, so? Later then she was being really nice. And I'm like, Tila must have felt that she was she was like a little bit. Yeah. She's like, okay, well, I, I better be nicer. Yeah. It, it was funny. It was funny. <laughs> I liked it. Um, yeah, so but when they say, like, where's Lizard Man? I think he fell asleep in the gardens while he was They said he fell asleep in the sun. In the sun, sun like a lizard. Like a lizard, yeah. yeah. That's, I thought that was a good guy. I think it was cute, yeah. It was yeah. cute, but, like, why, are, why is he hanging out? Like, what does he bring to the team is my question. He was on lookout sleeping. <laughs> I guess yeah, so. duh. Yeah, I mean, he's doing lizard he's stuff. Good, he's a good lookout. Friend I, of the castle. I hate to disappoint yeah. y'all, but being a lizard is not a qualification. He's he, he's the second cousin of of the third king, so he he, he gets he gets yeah, in did, by. Did, did you pay attention uh, when King Miro was looking at those paintings? <laughs> there, was, there was a lizard. There's, king. there's a lizard king in there somewhere. Oh, man, I love that. I guess I think maybe Scott and I are sympathetic to Lizard Man because he reminds us of like Ninja Turtles types of people. I guess maybe. yeah, like Gecko. Yeah. yeah. If, if he was on a skateboard, I'd have lost my mind. Yeah. <laughs> I just like him. He seems like a good friend. I think he's. I think he could do stuff. Maybe he had little knives or something. I like him. He I, he was he was he was pretty slick. I think though. Yeah. He, he you got guys away are just from really getting real worked yeah. up about Lizard Man. <laughs> you like Lizard His Man. His qualities include. Don't talk down about Lizard Man. <laughs> His qualities include being a lizard. Being a lizard. <laughs> That's all. And, That's it. And pants not having this. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> he's, a, he's a great friend. Going somewhere? Yes. Away from you. No. I think you'd better stay a while. Evelyn and Trapjaw are also unimpressed with him, and they uh, harass him for a while, trying to knock him down off the pillars. Yeah, what? Trapjaw has a has a jackhammer in his arm. Like <laughs> yes, it's not does. a gun; it's a jackhammer. So he chases, he chases, they chase the lizard man into like the window of uh, the palace where they're having a diplomatic dinner. And lizard man's like, I got something to tell you, but he's too late. And Evelyn and Trapjaw bust in and grab Celise and make it out of there. Yep, they do. So now we've got our teams getting set up for the mission. And um, basically what's going to happen is that Tila and Man-at-Arms are going to go to Snake Mountain to mount a rescue of Celise. Mm-hmm. And He-Man, Orko, and Lizard Man, a very important Yay. member of the team, are going to go deal with Yogg. Because if he starts getting cranky now, there's nobody to sing yes, to him. Yes, that's the problem. So uh, the team split up mm-hmm. and... <laughs> We've got to reach Snake Mountain before Skeletor makes his next move. The fools, I'm way ahead of them. Delay them, beast. Use your telepathy to call one of the creatures you control. Skeletor's looking on his, uh, his all-seeing yeah, all camera and tells Beast Man to send out something. And you don't know what it's going to be. Oh, yeah, and then Beast you find Man. out. 
It's yeah. A terrifying centipede thing. Oh yeah, Beast Man Beast Man summons something he calls a giant crawler and he gives it very specific directions. He wants he tells this thing he says, take them to an ice island in the middle of a lake of fire. Right next to the Wendy's. <laughs> and I'm like, did he make this up? It's so specific. It also has some pretty complicated directions for a giant centipede. I he got it right. Um, so I love Skeletor's minions doing some work, and I always like when Beast Man gets to do something because we all think he's underappreciated mm-hmm. on his team. Did, and did you see him uh, laugh maniacally, like crazy laugh? Yeah, he was pretty happy. Yeah, he was super happy. Yeah, he was he was getting it. He was doing well. Um, yeah, the in, insanely specific instructions, and so we get to see one of my favorite things in the series, which is when Man at Arms gets snatched up like a little doll. Like <laughs> you I do love, love that. Love those animations. Yeah. Every time, it just cracks me up because it always just it just looks so ridiculous. <laughs> like you can imagine the action figure like ziplining <laughs> through your through your life. Well, they do they do a lot of cutting back and forth between between the teams, but maybe to help us keep organized, can we just deal with like Tila's Tila's side of the mission real quick? Okay. okay. If that's okay, a good way to handle sure, it. Sure, yes. Okay, so Tila tracks this tracks this crawler down to the island of ice and the <laughs> surrounded by fire, right? She does. Uh huh. And uh, she gets to like this giant uh, crevasse that she has to cross, like these giant fire pits. Yep, and, and she does some pole vaulting. Yeah, which to, was pretty cool. To get to I, I, I liked her line too. I forget what it was. It was something about hot soup or hot something. And then on the other side, when she sees the crawler snapping his little uh, claws at uh, manded arms, whenever Tila goes on a mission, sometimes you get to see her use the little um, uh, grenade beads that she has uh-huh. from her uniform. I really enjoyed that. That was really cool. Yeah, she lays a charge, and uh, the explosion makes a snowball sort of avalanche come and get after the centipede. Mm-hmm. This is Tila at her most resourceful. Mm-hmm. I love that they sent them on an important mission and then she gets to go, you know, rescue Duncan. Like, I feel that they don't show her being that resourceful all the time. Like, mm-hmm. you, you rarely see an episode where she doesn't get captured or knocked out or something like that. So mm-hmm. I was very happy to see that. Tila was getting it. I wish they would have shown her using grenades more in the series. I think that was, that was really cool. Yeah, that was really cool. Especially... It's like a little necklace. Did, mm-hmm. did, did she do this throughout the series anymore or no? She did uh, in the episode where Tila goes looking for her mother or whatever, and she's fighting the uh, shadow beasts and stuff. I think she used the grenades then. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I do remember that. Uh, and then He-Man's team is in the catacombs, which run through like half the globe or something they talk about. <laughs> and uh, sure. they're tracking the trail of uh, Yogg, and they encounter some orcs. Yeah. Who are, and then they they say like these aren't the good orcs and or something like that, don't they? Like they say like <laughs> orcs, unfriendly orcs, not the worst kind. The orcs are kind of like um, they're they're kind of like football players or something. They're all sort of huddled <laughs> up and wherever they're going, uh, and so he man uh, like blocks off their blocks off their path. So let's t- let's talk about uh, Skeletor's people and what they're doing with Solis. So they're going to make her sing to Castle Grayskull to lower the jawbridge uh-huh. so that Skeletor can take over, which is a pretty good plan. And to practice, they'd use compulsion on her. 
and make her do it to a model of Castle Grayskull so we can see how it's going to work. Yeah, Skeletor has an intricately detailed miniature two-scale model of Castle Grayskull that he built with a rock from Castle Grayskull so he knows it'll work. Yes, which was convenient. (laughs) So they've been slowly pushing everybody in the story toward uh, the entrance to Castle Grayskull um, in, in fact, when we go back and check in with He-Man's group again, they, um, hear Solis singing. And so He-Man just abandons what he's doing. So there was basically no point in them going into catacombs <laughs> whatsoever. They don't find Yogg. There's like, let's just go do this now. There was no point in him being there. But back, back at the entrance of Castle Grayskull, they do have Solis trying to, um, uh, sing at the castle and she's, and she has a, a ridiculous accent. She's like, forgive me, Saucers, for Look, you be Saucers. Forever you are. And she's like, <laughs> she sings at the sorceress, who is a falcon outside. And then she flies in, into her room to be stunned. Yeah, yeah she goes night-night. And, um... Well, she warns He-Man before that. Oh, that's true. She had white... Right when the effects of the singing starts to hit her, that's when she zoops to He-Man's mind and tells him, like, get over here. Come to Grassel Grayskull. Yeah, Sorceress does, yeah. There's cookies there. Please hurry. (laughs) And uh, then she passes out beautifully on the floor. (laughs) And they send Lizard Man there after her, like, go check on her after this. He's good at at jumping into windows. Well, could you imagine, like, waking up after whatever and there's a Lizard Man standing over top of you? Yeah, he was kind of cradling her in a in an intimate way i mean you know what i mean like like <laughs> like let me hold you sorceress this won't be weird when you wake up have they met right <laughs> <laughs> who are you you're like oh, i'll remove this curse that turns you to a lizard no i'm a lizard man <laughs> i'm a lizard man <laughs> then i'll find you some pants that you have lost it's like his little it's like his little hoodie though i mean it, it's it's like a half a hoodie yeah we aren't judging no pants in eternia he's it's it's not uncommon yeah all right, so we, we have a big fight outside. Everybody's at the gates now. Yeah. Every single person. So there's Skeletor, uh, Beast Man, Evil Lynn, Trap Joel may or may not be there, Solis, Tila, uh, Orko, uh, I- Lizard Man. Is uh, Duncan there too? Uh, yeah, Duncan's there. He went there with Tila. Yeah. So everybody is there. Skeletor, I said him, right? So everybody's <laughs> there. Uh, yeah, B- big, big group, big group. Triclops is not there. Okay. He is not there. Um, they do manage to get the jawbridge open, so this looks like this is going to be a massive success for Skeletor. But they're all interrupted by Yogg, who is awake and annoyed, and here he comes, and he starts putting his big tentacles on Castle Grayskull because I don't know. Wait a minute, do they get the door open? I feel like Beast Man. Mm, no, Beast Man gets in the ship, and then He Man He Man grabs the ship. And he tells Beastman, get out of the ship. <laughs> and then Beastman jumps out and then He-Man tosses the ship. Get out while you can, Beastman. Lizzie! So that's that they they don't ever get it rammed. Uh that's right. Okay, and then that's where and then that's where Yogg comes out. Because it start it, there's a lot of weird things that fire off here. So then Yogg comes out. Yes. And then Solise starts trying to uh, sing him to sleep, and Skeletor tries to get away on his sky sled, but then He-Man does something incredible. 
He blows a bubble. He pulls a pipe out of his under <laughs> under his shorts, and then he blows a bubble that captures Skeletor in the air on his sky sled. Yeah, so he's he's taken care of. He this calls this smell, <laughs> smells like sweaty furry underwear. <laughs> That's probably very unpleasant for Skeletor in there. It's called a zero G bubble. And then also, He-Man has a lot of quips while he do- he does this too. He's like, "Oh, he knew you were a lightweight." And then, and then He-Man laughs kind of, um, <laughs> kind of churlishly. It's pretty funny. And then, I guess this is when he's fighting Yogg. He says something about the old squeeze play, eh? Like, yeah. No. Like, well, uh, then, then uh, Evil Lynn zaps Yogg. Yeah. They. Celise, Celise, oh, she frenzies him. Celise yeah. has sung him to sleep, and Yogg is retreating. And Evil Lynn just decides to be a jerk and shoots a laser at him while he's falling asleep. He's like, oh! <laughs> it was really funny. So that's that's when he attacks Castle Grayskull, and then He Man does his thing and says his lines. The old squeeze play, eh? The old squeeze play. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And this is all solved because He Man uh, goes down into the pit with Yogg and does some stomping and makes a new abyss even deeper that Yogg falls into, which was kind of sad. Did, 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 did you like Yogg's design? Yeah, I was going to say, he, I, I forget what he looks like. It's like a grasshopper with a horn and a bunch of tentacles coming yeah. off his back instead of, instead of wings. I was trying to think of the Dungeons and Dragons monster he looks like. He looks like a displacer beast or something like that somebody who's looked at the monster's manual can think about that but it, yeah he was, he was fun had lots of tentacles coming out of his back yeah it's sad for yog he just wanted to hear a song it was a little yeah. sad for yog i was a little sad but yog yog has too much strength he doesn't know what to do so skeletor busts his uh <clears throat> underpants bubble by shooting a million lasers at it and flies away so he earned it he's been punished enough and then Solis. uh talks about how she doesn't have a purpose anymore. Okay, yeah. Didn't Celise get a little mad that she she, she no longer has a reason to sing to the Beast anymore? She's a little bit mad at He-Man. Well, she needs to learn then, a new song. And then He-Man tosses her in the hole with, with, with the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't happen, but it would have been funny. You're right. You have you become do. useless. Yeah. You need a purpose. You I will like throw you to the Beast. Let's watch you fly like a bird. <laughs> I'm talking like, by the ancients. Uh, um, go to the bottomless pit. And then she says, "She says, I'm a singer. I've always been alone. Like I am a singer. I've always been alone. But now I have friends. I will do. Is that a thing about being a singer? She said those two things together, like they, they, they like they follow. Yeah. I'm a singer, therefore I've always been alone. It's a high drama too. It's like, I don't think so. I think uh, she's not a rock star. She's just a singer. And then also, everyone in town's looking at her every time she sings because it's kind of hard to miss. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> now it's like every Saturday at like 9 a.m. She's like, woo! <laughs> they're like, oh my God, it's her again. Oh, no. Stop it. There's no beast. Enough, just let Solis, it go. enough. We thought we'd heard the last of that terrible song. <laughs> um, it's, so like the, it's like a rooster. They have to like work kind of hard to convince her to use her singing for other purposes i don't know she didn't seem too keen on it but then she's like i suppose i'll try <laughs> okay Celise. Well, what else we'll put her down for do? a maybe <laughs> yeah, maybe on helping the people of eternia maybe what she else can she not do? help us like she could work at a hotel 
and sing people to sleep. She could. That would yeah, be very and helpful. It's like a, it's like a five-minute thing where you the, she comes in your room and she like sings to you for five minutes and you pass out. And then she goes to the next room and you pass out. You know. Yeah, yeah you, have, would, you have nightmares good job. too because that song is pretty scary. That's not the last thing I want to hear as I'm going to sleep. But then like you'd never have jet lag. Like you take like a transatlantic flight or the Eternian version of that and then it's like you're going to have to sleep so you're not jet lag. Here comes Celise over the intercom. You know. And, and any other jobs she could take? Well, what else can she do with her singing? She can open up flowers. Yeah. So singing is not very helpful, as we are, as we are <laughs> figuring But she, she says she can control a rock. Is that right? <laughs> She's saying, yeah, Just I don't sing know. to the rocks. Just build. I mean, I can sing to a rock. I can't promise anything's <laughs> going to happen. Sometimes, if you try singing a song or maybe whistling or maybe just smiling, you'll feel a lot better. Honest. Try it and see. And I'll be singing. All right, let's talk about soon. this moral. Where uh, so, did something happen? Bad happen to Tila? Tila's like, pretend to be happy even if you feel bad. She says like, <laughs> if you're in a bad mood, even smiling can help you. And she said, yeah. singing a song makes you feel better. I was like, does somebody need to talk to Tila? No, <laughs> she's just trying to handle your moods. Aren't you ever? I was gonna say, aren't you ever in a bad mood? But I know for a fact that you are constantly. Maybe if you sang a song like Tila suggested, you wouldn't be. I can't. I ain't practiced one. <laughs> See, and we come full circle because if you sang more and you didn't, and you got your creative outlet, you know, like you got it out of your heart, then you wouldn't be cranky, and Tila okay. would have been right all along. I see. Okay. Yeah. Will won't be cranky? <laughs> Doubtful. Ain't nothing ever got good from being in a good mood. You gotta be... <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> so anyway, this is a good moral. Singing makes you feel better. It uh -huh. does. Agreed, Tila. All right. Agree. All right. Let's rate it. We made Scott go first last time. Well, he's used to it. Sound like he should go again. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I I like this one a lot. The tentacle monsters and uh, good uh, good story and Skeletor was in it. You got a lot of henchmen. You got you got you got some hijinks. Uh, I would say four point four four point four bubble flutes. Okay. Well, you, you were listing like a whole a whole list of fun stuff from the episode i was going to say this episode was so dense with uh, with everything we like it looked it was like bonkers. it looked like they made a cartoon of how you would play with he-man there was there was just everybody was on the screen and their story was all over the place it was it, it, it was like it was like your toy adventures come to life so it was it was very fun for the, for that reason and also i just love the halloween song in it so i'm going to i'm going to go somewhere to scott i'm going to say 4.5 bubble flutes i'm going to go higher cuz i think it was great it was a romp. Tila did great. The only thing I didn't like was how poor Yogg had to go into the box yeah, yeah. this so i say 4.7 okay yeah this was a good one this was a good one. This is up there for me. This is mm -hmm. one of my favorites. Like, honestly, it was so bananas. I loved it. Oh, Lizard Man. Oh, Will well, just remembered the existence of Lizard yeah. Man and wants to change like his Lizard school. Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Change okay, I'm, I'm going 4.6. Did <laughs> one higher. <laughs> Scott wants to change his, too. He did that because I sang so. No, I'm I'm I I am pretty good where I'm at. It doesn't it doesn't uh, 
It doesn't. It doesn't reach the heights of uh, tiny Skeletors. Okay, that's your benchmark. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what if she sang like this? <laughs> if if she had a terrible voice when she wasn't singing, it would be hilarious. That would have been actually. I would. Have... <laughs> <laughs> Might have went higher. That would have been good. Nobody tell her that Yogg's away. He's like, yeah, you did it. Yeah, he stopped. That's our show for today. Next time, we'll review episode 44 of She-Ra, The Rock People, which is also the name of my 38 special fan club. Hey! <laughs> if you'd like to follow along with our show, you can find our episode guide at... <laughs> no, not really. Uh, but really, www.thewizardsnightshirt.com. If you have questions, comments, or love letters for us to no, discuss, sorry, okay. If you have, if you have <laughs> <laughs> songs for us to discuss, yeah, if you have questions, comments, or rock and hit songs for us to discuss, you can email us at rumors at thewizardsnightshirt.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, and subscribe to the show on iTunes. We're also on Spotify. We want to thank you for listening, and please remember. That if you're a singer who sings to monsters, it's not too late to go back to college and get that degree. Or waitress. Or go Sorry. into waitressing and, and, and get that trade going. Or learn metallurgy. Or work in a lab. Chop wood. Or chop wood. There's a lot of options in Eternia. You can really do a lot with it, and so please don't feel like you're boxed in to singing the monsters. Take a typing class. <laughs> Learn computer. Learn computer mouse. Thank you.